Tonight I was talking with a group about improving the way we manage database changes and a topic that came up was that of using a shared development database. In the talk I related the idea to taking a train ride. Let's say everybody on your team uses the same train to get to work every day. If the train line that that train runs on has construction, then that means that everybody else on your team is going to be delayed. They're going to be late to work. They're going to maybe miss a few hours and have to make up for it or have to find something to do on the train to maybe make up for the time while they're waiting. And nobody really benefits from it, unless maybe your team is in the business of repairing train lines and the person doing the work is actually getting something done. The situation is pretty similar when it comes to dealing with a shared development database. It's not really a problem when everybody's working off the same database until somebody actually needs to do some work on it. And inevitably that's going to happen at some point because we're going to want to change the database at some point. After all, that's kind of the point of talking about improving how we change databases. So one of the big problems is when somebody on the team needs to go and make modifications to that shared development database that everybody works off of, is that everybody else is going to be interrupted in some fashion. Perhaps they're dropping a table, perhaps they're dropping a column, adding something new, changing a calculation. Something in what they're doing is going to affect other people. Now those people could put their work on hold and maybe wait and see when that other person is going to be done and maybe they'll put it on hold for a little while and go do something else and then come back in a few hours when that person's done with their work and is able to share their changes such that other people can get on with the work that they need to do on the system because they now have the code that works with the new database structures. But that's not always pragmatic. Sometimes there's not something else to do, or sometimes what they're doing is that important that they really can't put things on hold. Maybe you're in this situation and you've found yourself doing something like commenting out the code that blows up because a database table is missing. So you can try to get back to work on some unrelated part of the system that you need to work on, but it won't work just because that table is gone now in some other part of the system that is dependent to actually run and test your part of the system. Another big problem area, especially because it can go unnoticed really easily and cause a lot of problems, is you go about setting up some test data in that shared development database to address a particular problem that you've been facing or that you've been focusing on or to test some new aspect of the system that you're developing. And you get everything set up just right to run through what you would like to run through. And lo and behold, when you go to look at the results, they're not what you expect. And you're kind of stuck. You're wondering, you know, you set everything up right and things aren't coming out right. So maybe there's something wrong with the changes you've made to the code and you're part of the application. And you go digging into that, you go debugging that to see what's going wrong. Maybe you're at some tests and still can't make any headway because underneath of it all, it's possible that somebody else has changed that test data set that you set up. Even if it's something you just set up within the past half hour or hour, especially if it's something you set up maybe the day before, couple of days before it's possible somebody else has made some changes to accommodate a situation they're trying to test and you may not even be aware that the changes they made are affecting something you're trying to develop hours can be lost to this think back and see if there's a situation that you can relate to with this how much time did you lose trying to figure out what ultimately was wrong and the fact that somebody else had just changed some data that you were working with and there was actually nothing wrong with the code you were developing or the changes you were making to the system Another big problem with a shared development database is there's really no history of who made changes. So you have this database sitting out there and everybody on the development team can make a change to it. So that means that the changes that are out there, well, we don't necessarily know who made those changes, especially if you don't have any way of tracking 
what changes were made and who made those changes. And likely we don't if we have a shared development database. We also don't know when those changes were made. So when it comes time to release the next version of the application, we may not even know when to look in time and go back and try and hunt down when the change was made to try and correlate it with maybe who made the change or why the change was made. If we only have what change was made or the end result of that sitting in a shared development database, well, we may not know why that change was made. That's certainly a problem when we go to release the next version of the application. But think about months and years down the line. How big of a problem is it that we don't know why the original structures for the database were put in place? And not only do we not know what changes were made, we don't know how the changes were made. We have the end result, but the path of database changes, especially changes that manipulate data, well, knowing how those changes were made is actually really important to replicating those changes when we go to release them in production. For example, if we wrote some new code that required some data to be cleaned up, if we forget the fact that we cleaned up some data in development, we may not clean up the data in production, and then all of a sudden that new code is not going to function. And maybe one of the last cons or last ways to just look at this is, okay, so a shared development database. Everybody's pointing at one environment to work out of. Think if this were how you developed your code. What if you had the code sitting on a file share and everybody could just access it, change any files whenever they want, change just about anything at any time? Would you know when it's time to release that software what changes were necessary? Would you know what changes were not necessary? Would you know why those changes were made, how they were made, when they were made? Would you have a history of those changes months and years later? Of course you wouldn't. So why is it then that we're okay with not having that same level of accountability and history to the changes we make to our databases? Of course, the topic of the cons of a shared database isn't complete without talking about some of the benefits or the pros of using a shared database. And the first thing, of course, that comes to mind is it's really easy to bring new developers on. Don't really have to do anything to ramp them up other than install some client tools to access that shared development database and say, have at it. They don't have to install any extensive software. They don't really have to know how the database system works. They can just kind of know how to use it. Of course, that has some problems in itself that people don't actually learn how to use the database system, but that's kind of a tangential issue. Another benefit of using a shared database is that the environment can be much more like production. So if we're running server software in production, say Windows Server, and we're running SQL Server on that Windows Server, chances are we can set up a shared development environment with the exact same version of Windows Server and the exact same development database system. That means that when we're developing the application, we're testing in a database environment that's much more like production. Because if we didn't have a shared database, we might have one locally on our development machine, but chances are our development machine isn't running a server version of the OS. And even if it is, chances are it's not running the same version of even a database management system we would run in a production environment. So we can actually reduce errors and mistakes from using different versions of software and different configurations of those versions of software, in this case, a database management system, simply by sharing an environment with everybody. And another benefit is it does become somewhat a central version of the truth as far as what has changed. There's one spot to go to know what changes are necessary for the next release of the application, albeit those changes are rather vague and it's the end result of those changes. At least there's one spot to go to get those. Short of coming up with some other mechanism of tracking those changes, this is one approach to deal with 
not having changes spread across developer machines in the case of maybe everybody having a local personal development database to work off of.